presented by Airlines for America. Hey, good morning. I'm Zach Stanton, Playbook's deputy editor. It's Thursday, April 13th, and I'm keeping my eyes on a few big things today. First, Donald Trump's legal drama continues to develop on multiple fronts. We saw Trump is suing Michael Cohen for more than $500 million in damages, accusing his former fixer of violating the attorney-client relationship. But what this is really about is not so much $500 million, but about trying to undermine Cohen's credibility ahead of him being expected to serve as a key witness in Trump's upcoming criminal trial in Manhattan. Secondly, the Washington Post scooped last night that special counsel Jack Smith, who is investigating everything related to January 6th, is zeroing in on Trump's fundraising off of false claims about the 2020 election, and specifically whether those fundraising efforts amounted to wire fraud. That's something that you're going to want to keep your eye on. Beyond Trump, uh, I'm curious about some of the other Republicans who are running or may be running for president in 2024. Yesterday morning, we saw Senator Tim Scott, Republican of South Carolina, officially unveil his exploratory committee. Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida is heading to D.C. next week. Uh, my colleague Alex Eisenstadt scooped that. And while here, uh, DeSantis is expected to meet with Republican members of Congress and other conservative leaders for what is being called a meet and greet policy discussion. And the RNC announced yesterday that the first GOP presidential debate will be hosted by Fox News and coming to Milwaukee in August. 2024 will be here before you know it. And speaking of time's unstoppable march forward, Senator Dianne Feinstein is facing new calls to retire as she remains sidelined with the shingles. Uh, she's been absent from the Senate since last month, and there are growing concerns that the 89-year-old will not be able to return to the chamber. Uh, joining me to digest that is our fearless editor, Mike DeBonis. Mike, what's happening? What's happening? I'm, I'm definitely fearless, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's happening is that Diane Feinstein is once again being subjected to calls to retire. She's 89 years old. Uh, what's different this time is that she's apparently down with a serious case of the shingles. She has not been seen in the Senate for uh, going on two months. The real difference this time is that it seems to be really impeding the Senate Democratic agenda to wit processing and confirming Joe Biden's judicial appointees. And that's important because she she is on the Judiciary Committee. Without her vote, the committee is deadlocked and they, they simply can't uh, send judges to the floor without her being there. And one other thing that strikes me as being a little bit different than past calls for her to retire is that we actually saw yesterday Ro Khanna, a Democratic member of the California delegation, uh, call for her to resign, basically. Yeah, it's t totally unusual for a sitting member of Congress to call on another sitting member of Congress of the same party in the same state, and particularly someone like Dianne Feinstein, who has you know a, literally a 50-year career in California politics, to have someone, a relative pipsqueak <laughs> like Ro Khanna, no offense to Ro Khanna, I'm sure he would admit he is a relative pipsqueak, calling on her to resign is notable. And I would I will add this caveat, Ro Khanna is backing... Barbara Lee to succeed Feinstein. Feinstein has already made clear she's not running again, but still there is this sort of added layer of political intrigue to it. Turning away from Feinstein for a moment, what is one thing that you didn't have on your proverbial bingo card this week that has happened in politics? I know that yesterday 
in our group chat, there was some chatter about Brad Paisley showing up with uh, Joe Manchin in Ukraine. Uh, that was not on my bingo card. I'm curious what comes to mind for you as something unexpected. It's going to be hard to beat having Brad pa- <laughs> Brad Paisley and Joe Manchin flanking of Volodymyr Zelensky, handing him a West Virginia University Mountaineers <laughs> baseball cap. Um, I have to say I'm a little uh, surprised uh, by Tim Scott's move this week to establish a presidential exploratory committee. It's just that it's coming the week after Donald Trump sort of had this moment at center stage being indicted in New York and the entire Republican Party rallying behind him. It seemed to take the sails out of everybody else in this race, you know, including uh, expected nominee Ron DeSantis. And for Tim Scott to sort of pick this time to sort of pop his head up again and say, hey, I'm still here was a little curious to me. And um, I'm watching to see what happens next. And what else are you watching in politics today? Well, you know, we saw last night after Politico published our piece breaking uh, the concerns about Dianne Feinstein, after Ro Khanna goes on Twitter and says Dianne Feinstein should retire, Feinstein put out a statement saying, I still think I'll be fine, but I get it. Um, I will step down temporarily from the Judiciary Committee. And I guess I'm interested to see, will this sort of settle the pile on that seemed to be poised to happen? Or is there is the whisper campaign going to continue and say, you know, that this is actually not enough? You know, it's still a 5149 Senate. We can't basically have an absentee senator for indeterminate amount of time with the, the scale of the things that are happening in the Senate over the next few months. Thanks so much for joining us, Mike. Thanks, Zach. And for your schedule today, the House and Senate are still on recess, and President Biden is in the Republic of Ireland, where he's meeting with its president, its prime minister, and will be speaking to the parliament this morning. For an expanded schedule of everything happening in D.C. today, and for more reporting, check out Playbook this morning at politico.com slash playbook. I'm Zach Stanton. Thanks for listening. Did you know more than 90% of Americans have flown in their lifetime? And more than half of Americans have boarded a commercial aircraft before their 16th birthday? Robust competition in the U.S. airline industry has helped reduce airfares and generate a wide variety of selection, choice, and options for travelers. Learn more at airlines.org.